Welcome to Mind, Mood and Food podcast. I'm Margaret Bell, founder of Naturally Empowered Health, gut health expert, anti-diet coach and author of True Taste. And I'm here with my partner in crime, Adele Derbyshire. Hello, I am the founder of Find Your Inner Sparkle. I am a yoga teacher and a spiritual teacher and I help people to reduce anxiety, stress and overwhelm and to fall back in love with themselves and gain confidence. And today we're going to be talking about fasting. So I am here with Margaret Bell and she is going to give us the lowdown on fasting and whether it is something that is suitable for everyone or not. Hi, Margaret. Hello, Adele. Um, we're saying hello, aren't we? Because we've had we've had a little bit of a break. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're into a new we're into a um a new year of recording so this is going out a few weeks into um the new year with the way that the scheduling works but yeah we've had a little bit of a recording break so we always feel a bit rusty don't we just going back into the flow it takes a while doesn't it (laughs) absolutely just like what we're doing what am I talking about who who am I what's my name what are we doing (laughs) (laughs) that brings me reminds me Silla Black where who are you where do you come from oh yeah I digress (laughs) (laughs) anyway fasting yeah I I think from a lot of people's perception of fasting and you know what I don't blame people's perception of fasting in this way that um we use it to lose weight Mm. um my perception now has completely changed about fasting that yeah it may in the short term help to lose weight but that's not the main reason for it to be used to be quite honest with you and there's a couple of reasons for fasting that I'll go into and there's different ways of fasting as well I, I know there's the the 5-2 um what was it 18-4 I think 18-6 sorry and you know there's different ways of fasting yeah as well. the 5-2 is where I've heard of it mostly and they're not off quite a few celebs and influencers and things you know um, like you say not just for weight loss but more um I I have recently seen more from a um, it's really good for our bodies to give our digestive system that break and stuff mm-hmm. um so it's Dr Michael Mosley isn't it the 5-2 mm-hmm. the um yeah the author of that one but when you think about it years and years ago when we're all living in caves and what have you we weren't eating as often as what we do today mm, and well yeah food we had to go out and catch it and all that stuff so yeah so or grow think... it <laughs> <laughs> grow it spirit whatever we do yeah. <laughs> but it makes you think was our body actually meant to be you know constantly dealing with food mm. all the time because if it's constantly dealing with food, how can it do other things that it's meant to do? Yeah. So fasting to me, and I'm going to bring in my gut health uh, know-how to this one. Fasting to me is really good for that one thing, your gut health. When you fast, you're giving your body a chance to one get rid of debris shall we call it 
Mm. And when I'm talking about debris, it's basically if you're if you're constantly eating, you're not giving your body a chance to get rid of things that might hang around in the colon, shall we say? Anything from the likes of medication to sometimes seeds can hang around in there because when you do eat seeds, gonna sound a bit graphic here, but you can actually normally see them when you, they do come out the body the other oh. side. I wondered how long it'd be till we talked about poo. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Gotta get straight it in there. In there. <laughs> so if we're constantly eating, we're not giving our body a chance to literally have the little French maid going through and with a uh, feather duster and a vacuum cleaner to actually get rid of the stuff that's lingering around. And if we're not giving ourselves that time to get rid of stuff that's lingering around, is it any wonder that we feel sluggish, grumpy, you know, just not in our best not size. firing on all cylinders yeah mm-hmm. mm. but when we talk about fasting mm-hmm. that we've just talked about the five two and things like that which i you know i understand a little bit about but there are other people and other traditions that fast for you know days or yeah. like um, for religious reasons and things like that or fast from sunrise to sunset and things yeah. so yeah. unlike detoxes obviously we're recording this in in the new year so like detoxes are really popular aren't they where you just drink water to so flush it through so with that in mind of the real good gut cleanse and the french mains would that still be working if you do the kind of 12 to 14 hours fast which is most mostly done while you're asleep so it's a little bit less painful um <laughs> as trying to fast for longer yeah um what i normally tell clients is if you can eat say if you can finish eating around about six and then not eat the next day till 10 or 11 that is ample enough time for your body to literally have that hoover through if you get what i'm saying um it can still work around about 12 hours but 14 is probably a good number to actually work towards and mm. as you said adele most of the work happens when you're asleep yeah. And just thinking about people's lifestyles, obviously, you know, I'm out teaching classes and most evenings yeah. and things like that. So sometimes we do end up eating uh, late, but mm-hmm. as a rule of thumb, I would try to be sort of done by eight-ish. So then like if I'm not eating breakfast till 10, that is about the 14 hours. But yeah. on days that you can, finishing yeah. by six, but six does feel quite early, doesn't it? Especially like <laughs> weekends. and <laughs> it's, it's basically about giving your body that, 14 hours so if you yeah. are a person that eat like you let's just call it more of a a european kind of attitude if you're one of those people that obviously likes to eat later have your breakfast later in the mm. morning and just and, to point out as well because I, I do sometimes kid myself that i'm fasting but then i've, I've had my coffee because whilst we're talking about poo i must get coffee in here somewhere obviously absolutely um yeah coffee i have with milk so that mm. doesn't count because milk's a food. So if you're yeah. having your coffee, you've got to have it black, haven't you, really? Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. If you haven't, yeah, black coffee is fine. Black tea is fine. Herbal tea is fine. And water is fine. But yeah, unfortunately, 
milks a food. Can't have your frothy coffee before 10. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not saying that fasting is for everyone either. What I would suggest if it's something that you want to explore is just get used to natural hunger because a lot of people are think of afraid of mm. that natural hunger and it's nothing to be actually scared about let your body start feeling natural hunger so your body has had a chance to go through the whole digestive system before adding more fuel mm. it is true because I, I i don't know if i read something or watched something years ago that that was a big aha moment to me because we just don't want to let ourselves feel hunger and so we keep topping up because it it's an innate kind of like fear thing isn't it you know yeah. oh hunger it's like it comes from again the caveman times of when you didn't know when your next meal so it's a good signal yeah. for you to panic and go and try and source food kind of thing it's not the same now when food's in your fridge and if it is if you have run out you're down the road from the local supermarket or whatever to just go mm-hmm. and get something um it's readily available so yeah it's yeah. we don't need to panic we're not going to no. die we just no. you know <laughs> don't need to keep inputting the food and it does become a bit of a habit doesn't it even just that breakfast lunch and dinner you know like that whole thing about I psychologically have that thing that oh it's breakfast time so even it comes to like yeah. 10-ish sometimes sometimes I've been really busy or even at the weekend when you may be laying a bit longer and you you think oh shit I forgot to eat breakfast and say it's like 11 ish I literally think that sometimes and I'm like well it's not a rule it's not like it's not not written in stone somewhere if we've not needed it I may as well just wait for lunch now and that's probably good it's not a problem yeah I think it's a feeling it's like oh I've missed breakfast I've missed something I think yeah, it is such a misconception, and I'm sure I've discussed this in the past, that breakfast is the most important meal of the yeah, day. Yeah, breakfast like a king and all that stuff. Absolute poop. And um, I have, I've said the word again, poop's in there again. Um, well, it's better than the word I might say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it is a complete misconception. Blame Mr Kellogg's for that in the yeah. 1940s. So, He's oh, got a lot to answer for, hasn't he? It, don't get me started (laughs) but yeah breakfast is breaking the fast and that can be done at any time Mm. with any kind of food so yeah it is completely up to someone if they want to give fasting a go it definitely does have the likes of gut health benefits Mm. but it also has life longevity benefits Mm. as well because you're giving your body that time to not process food and actually get into rest, repair, and restore. Mm. Because yeah, we... so it's one of those practices along with mm. breathing and meditation and all of those things to just give your body that chance to get out of that some of those states that it's otherwise busy in. So it sounds similar to getting ourselves calm when we're in fight or flight we can't digest our food and things like that and we're, once we're constantly overloading our tummies and our systems yeah it's probably struggling isn't it under yeah. you know this probably is um crossing over a 
into another territory if you like I'm just thinking about snacking that constant yeah. tipping tipping t- topping up um but yeah fasting we're talking more about overnight kind of thing aren't we really yeah yeah most most uh people that I advised with fasting is to do it overnight yes I've done a few 24 hour fasts and it's not to not to prove anything but um it is basically because that's what I felt I wanted to do at the time and it's also a practice that is quite good to lean into hunger and then it obviously opens things up for you to actually not be scared of hunger. Mm. Yeah, we when we've done kind of like, I don't want to say diet, obviously, but like, you know, different eating differently, eating less, um, eating better. We, me and my husband, we felt hunger and we both said we quite enjoyed that feeling of hunger because we'd not noticed yeah. it for for ages. And we were like, oh, because you really look forward to your meal more oh, instead yes. of just like, well, I could eat, but I'm not that bothered because I had a snack an hour ago. It's yeah. like, no, I really am really looking forward to my dinner. Um, and that goes along with sort of eating it a little bit slower, like we've talked about before, and more mindfully and helping that digestion process. So it all goes hand in hand, really, doesn't it? Absolutely. And hunger is the best seasoning. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Just ask the people in I'm a celebrity. <laughs> like the sods. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is exactly. the best. You know, when they win the trials and they get the tiny, tiny, and you're like, oh my God, they surely they can't be, that can't be real. They give them like a treat, yeah. but they only get one digestive biscuit each or something and they eat it one tiny nibble at a time really make it last and the flavor is like an explosion in the mouth it's the best thing ever because they've not yeah. eaten anything except like rice and beans for three days or something <laughs> it's exactly that if you're you know it it does encourage you to get into the habit of enjoying food more mm-hmm. and so fasting might not be for everyone is nope. there anyone in particular in terms of that people should just be a bit mindful and go and get checked out before they do that? Or I would say I I would, you know, healthy people, no problem at all. Mm. If it's the likes of, you know, I would say if you're type two or type one diabetic, just check to say that is actually okay for you. Um for the likes of the general healthy person, there should be no problem whatsoever great so I advise everyone to give it a go would you say you have to I mean obviously it's like when people ask me how many times a week you should meditate or do yoga I know I know what the answer is going to be but if you can't do it every day like like yeah, me sometimes when I'm out working a, a bit later at night and stuff like that yeah. it is still going to have a good benefit if you did it two or three times a week because anything's Absolutely. better than nothing isn't it Absolutely. I, I'll hold my hands up. I don't do it every day. Mm. I do it around about two to three times. Yeah. And so it's just, just maybe bear in mind bringing that evening meal forwards a little bit if you can. Mm-hmm. And also don't just go in the cupboard and get the uh, yeah. conflicts out first thing, just out of <laughs> habit. Yeah. Maybe leave, leave, give, it, give it a little leave rest. Leave Kellogg's in there. 
take a little <laughs> break just don't be in a rush you know when you're just throwing something it is it's what we teach our kids as well though because I'm guilty of this because I want them to go off to school with something in their tummies I've yeah. always said that because you want them to be fueled so that they can learn and be awake and things like that now my kids are older sometimes they're like well I just I'm I mean, I don't want it. I'm not hungry. I'm eating for the sake of it. And I've started to say a little bit like, you know, sometimes they'll just get a yogurt or maybe a banana or instead of like a full on, you know, breakfast or something. Mm-hmm. Or even I'll say, listen, you're not a baby anymore. And they've got stuff with them. So they take yeah. like a packed lunch, both of them. The son's at college still takes a packed lunch because he doesn't like the college food. So if you're hungry, you could eat your banana or your snack or, you know, half your sandwich or whatever at break or something. You're not going to starve. And so I think that's important to to mention, really, and to kind of start to reinforce, you know, because it's the thing about finish everything on your plate and there's starving children and, you know, you should be eating it all. And, And I don't do that. I haven't done that for years. Like when my daughter's like, oh, I'm really sorry, I've left some. I'm always like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. if you wet what you wanted and you you fall brilliant Absolutely. well done yeah and it's important I think just to add that in there what we're teaching our children you know definitely definitely and I'm you know I'm not saying at this stage have your children fasting no no we don't want people um... complaining writing it <laughs> five-year-olds don't eat till lunch good for your gut but yeah just I mean because they're getting older like Absolutely. I said I've, yeah. all through primary school and my, my daughter's at high school in year 10 and my son's at college so he's like basically a bloke is an adult but <laughs> but yeah all all their life I've been like you can't go out without something good in your tummy so that it helps your brain power and fuels mm-hmm. you for the day and things like that but then they're too little and they wouldn't eat again till lunch now they're older it's like you can go in your bag and get a snack if you need it you know exactly exactly it's that having that knowledge and that intuition and just asking yourself well do I really need this yeah am I actually hungry and not Mm -hmm. everyone is a breakfast person you know I know a lot of people that say don't don't fancy anything in the morning and you will you don't have to have it it's this thing about oh I've missed breakfast I have to have breakfast this rule Mm. no no (laughs) not if you don't want to you just add in extra food in there don't you don't need so exactly Brilliant. so start literally start just change those yourself. paradigms yeah, yeah. Change, shift in the paradigms <laughs> thank you very much margaret i enjoyed that one and it's given me food for thought well, I'm uh-huh. there. I like to get that one in if you have enjoyed this week's podcast we love 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 to hear from you so please do Drop either of us a message if you want any more information on any of the topics discussed or you want to work with us, um, then we would welcome your comments, your messages, um, and definitely your support in liking and subscribing to wherever you get your podcast from. I shall see you next week, Adele. See you next time. Bye. Bye.